Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hold one, arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two, arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. Hold <laughs> three. The Moss Covered. Three-handled family grudunzel. It's me, Austin. It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. Oh, hell yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Mecca of the World in Cleveland, Ohio. I am your dangerously, dashingly, strikingly sexy, ever-so-smooth-talking, ever-so-amazing host, Nick. And with me, as always, is, well, it's not Matt, actually. This is a very special edition of the Pro Wrestling Podcast. I actually reached out on Twitter, and I found a couple of guys surprisingly local here in my own backyard of Cleveland. And that, to me, is just... It's beyond wild. I actually found out right before I started recording this episode that they're actually like a 10-minute drive from me. From the Powerbomb Jutsu pow- podcast, as I can talk, we have Dom Moon and B. Young with me. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about I'm yourself? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, I, hey, I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, we talked a good maybe like 10 minutes or so before we started, talking a little bit about wrestling and whatnot. And again, we, we apparently we go to all the mega shows and we just haven't happened to somehow run into each other, which I think is crazy. Oh, next time, I'm going to tell you how you're going to spot us out. We the two tallest black dudes in there. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all you need to see. You see two tall black dudes <laughs> side by side walking and mingling in the crowd. That's us. Don't second guess it or not. That's us. Or we see a guy like watching wrestling who has like a blank look on his face and looks looks uninterested. That's me. That's how I watch all wrestling with my hand over my face, just watching it, analyzing it. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, and I'm I'm sure during like intermission or something, I'm sure sure me and Matt will probably pop up and we'll be like, we gotta find these guys. Like, I mean, you know, now that I know that you guys are here, man, maybe we'll do something in person down the line or something. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Oh, definitely, Most definitely for sure. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to get so. into more of the live stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Look, and I think in all honesty, what it boils down to is whenever you have like an interview or if you have even if it's like a co-host who's like in the same room, like there's nothing better than having that like chemistry. You know what I mean? Like it's 
don't know. Like, it's a lot better when you have that person, like, right next to you doing it. Uh-huh. I so, know what you mean. So, if you want to follow my show, Pro Wrestling Podcast, you've come to the right place, obviously. Uh, we have a whole bunch. Gmails, ProWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Once again, ProWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingPod. Once again, Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingPod. Twitter is at ProWPodcast. Once again, at ProWPodcast. ProWrestlingPod.blogspot.com. Interviews, blog posts, all that good stuff. Available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor. Now, about your guys' show, tell me a little bit about what you guys do on your show. Oh, well... Like, we gonna keep it simple. We get wild on our show. We get very wild. We talk about the most off-topic things you can talk about. You know, wrestling is in there. That That's the main ingredient. But there's also all the the sugar and the extra stuff that most people don't want to give. But our opinions are no holds barred. Right. All right. Sometimes right. our opinions be good. Sometimes we bad. And sometimes we have, like, a conversation with like a wrestler sometimes we don't talk about wrestling we talk about like life and like how their upbringing and stuff and then there's like different stuff sometimes video games or just random sports sometimes even music okay yeah, so it's like it's it, it all randoms is like depends like how we feel and how it how the chemistry works out like through all three of us so four I, four four yes we have another host he's in japan right now oh wow What's uh what what's going on in Japan? Is it anything uh exciting or? Oh yes, he's a teacher yeah. over there teaching the kids English. No, okay, that's pretty sweet. That's that pretty is awesome. sweet. They draw pictures of him and everything, man. How cool <laughs> is that? And he'd be like on a train drawing. And he'd be going to train the work and stuff, being seeing like pictures of Okada in like New Japan stuff and like DDT for oh, wrestling. That's crazy. It's so like he like texts us early in the morning like look at Okada was on TV and it's like. It's like 5 o'clock a.m. And I'm like looking at my phone like, who is this texting me? But I know who it is texting me Okada pictures. <laughs> Has he gone to any uh, New Japan shows? or? He's going to start going to like since he's like he's still trying to get like familiarized with Japan. And then he said once he uh, gets familiarized and everything and everything was so-called settles there, he's going to start going to shows and stuff. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's pretty sweet. I, I would love to go to New Japan or New Japan to Japan. For a New Japan show, that would be and pretty. That would be sweet. I know, but anyway, this is, as you can tell by the title of this video, a AEW All Out preview show, preview slash predictions, you know that kind of thing. There's been a lot going on. I think we can all agree between, uh, really, the last AEW pay per view, which was was that fight for it was it was fight for the fallen, and up until this point. You know, we, we've had we've had everything from uh, storyline advancements, uh, injuries. I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of been a wild ride. We've even had some rumors about, you know, who could show up at AEW at All Out. All different kinds of crap, right? Um, so first off, before we even get into doing like any kind of like predictions or anything, um, overall, what do you guys, what are your, I guess, your expectations going into All Out? It should be an overall good card. It's like if they just focus on being like their self and like not trying to like outdo WWE and take shots, it should be a good show. Like I don't want to see a whole event of them like just throwing shade, throwing shade because it's like you get nowhere by doing that. Right. 
Um, I want to know whose side are you on, or do you enjoy it just like we all do? <laughs> well, you know, I'll say this. I, I fully agree. You, like, it, when you go into a pay-per-view like this, you know, you're by the time All Out happens, you're going to be a month out from TV, right? There's no point, no point to throw any kind of shade to, to I don't know, maybe destroy a throne with a sledgehammer, maybe. I mean... That's just me. If I was AEW, if I was Cody, the Bucks, Omega, whoever, my main focus is put on a show that's going to entice people to watch TNT. That's all you should be doing, I think. Um, I think that there are some matches that I'm looking forward to far more than others. Um, you know, I mean, that that's just me, though. Uh, and I told you guys and uh, in, in DMs that I'm not a huge... I want to preface this, especially to anyone listening, I'm not a huge... AEW guy. Um, I've watched the pay-per-views. I've seen a couple of the Road to All Outs. Um, so I'm sure there's probably stuff I'm going to not really know that I'm hoping maybe you guys would even maybe even fill me in on, for all I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know Dom's big on the AEW and watching all the Road to All Outs, so I know he know all about yeah. I watch some of them, and it gives a good insight of, like, backstories. Like, same with, like, the guys of Private Party and their story and even how they grew up. Like, it was, like, two kids, you know, from, like, Brooklyn, like, wrestling and stuff. And, like, two kids, you know, African-American kids from Brooklyn, you know, like, like wrestling. And, like, to their peers, it was, like, it was weird to everybody else. But when I went to wrestling school, them two guys clicked together, like, hey, you got a Jeff Hardy shirt. And they became friends instantly after that. And, like... And they said, like, wrestling pretty much saved your life from, like, you know, Brooklyn. Right. And, like, stuff, like, little stuff like that makes that cool. Like, that's why I like, like them so much. Like, you know, like, two kids, like, I can relate to. And, like, wrestling saved your life. Yeah. And and I think, it, it to your point, it is always cool when you find, like, that one wrestler, whether if it's, you know, his upbringing his his ethnicity, whatever it is, that just kind of like you attach to. Like for me, and I, I kind of want to go around the horn on this actually. For me, growing up, I idolized Jeff Hardy. You know, like I met Jeff Hardy. Um, I had the the armbands. I you know I look back at pictures like when I was like ten or twelve, and I'm thinking, my God, I look terrible. Like I I tried dyeing my hair, and this is a true story. I tried dyeing my hair green because I wanted to look like Jeff Hardy, and like it it flaked out like terrible. And people at school were like afraid I had some kind of like hair like lice or some kind of like problem. And my parents like they they just didn't care. Like they probably laughed at me. They're probably thinking look, you know, look at this this loser. But have you guys when you guys were growing up, did you have that like one specific wrestler that kind of like became your role model? Undertaker. <laughs> still to this day man right right still to this day oh like with me i had like different phases of like different wrestlers like i liked it was like one minute i used to like triple h one minute i hated them then it was like the rock then it was like ddp and scott hall right it was, like then booker t is like it was it was like so it was very Rey mysterio it was like so many different Lincoln malenko and jericho it was like so many people that varied like all the time so like i liked it everybody Right. See, and, and a little hot take right now. Booker T, most underrated WCW talent of all time. Just oh, gonna throw yeah. Through. We speak I, really on was. that so much, man. <laughs> he, he really was. I mean, like, I, look, I love DDP. I, I want to do DDP yoga so bad. 
But at the same time, it's like, you look at this guy. He was freaking G.I. Bro for crying out loud. <laughs> you know? Man, we speak on that a lot, too, because me and Don, we find so much entertainment out of that those years in WCW. Oh, my God. Like, just weeks it, we go it, back. It was all over the place. Like It was, like, weeks we go back and watch, like, an old Nitro. We start from, like, 97. And he's watching all, right. all night, and you fall asleep, you wake up, you're like, you don't know what episode you're on, but you see something weird, like, man, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that that's and that's the beauty of the network too, is you always find like these weird things. If you wanna if you wanna dig deep enough, you're gonna find something that's from a Nitro or, or like an Attitude Era Raw that just it's like, man, what were they thinking back then? <laughs> Hey, we gonna go farther back than the Attitude Era when Raw TV first started. If you watch that from the opening episode down the road to like about two years later, you see you you gonna see a lot of weird stuff in there too. <laughs> yeah, see, you see me got... back then, I was a kid. Like when when they dropped, what was that? Ninety two or something like that. It was uh, ninety three. I want to say April of ninety three. Oh yeah, see, I was two years old. I, I could, I, I, I don't know what's on the TV there. I might have looked at it, but you don't know what that is at that age. You want milk and your diaper nah. changed at that age. Yeah, it's like the, my earliest thing of like my uh, wrestling, like my first introduction to wrestling was Papa Shango, and I was terrified okay. of him. Yeah. As my mom used to tell me, like he said, see Papa Shango on the TV and run. Yeah, it, it was the same with Paul Bear. I fully get it. I, I, oh, I damn! Like so you, so me, so 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 you ain't down with the Undertaker like me was. Like well, I was let, let, back me, in the let me day. let me preface preface it by this: I love the Undertaker. I I like the Undertaker in phases. I like the Undertaker when right up before he did the ministry stuff. Because again, I was like maybe I don't know anywhere from ten to twelve when he was in the ministry. He just creeped me the hell out. He really did. But once he became American Badass, I'm like okay, I'm. By then, I'm like, you know, what, 12, 13 years old. I'm like, Fred Durst and Limp Biscuits, the coolest thing on the planet. And, you know, I've been having the red backwards hat, doing the stupid steering wheel motion. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just did it when you said that. That is hilarious. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I, if I dug deep enough and called some relatives, I'm sure I could probably find pictures of me thinking I'm a badass. But, um Either way, like, I like Undertaker and Spurts, you know. Um, I, I think right now, as it stands right now, because of these, like, you know, blood money shows, as people are calling them, I don't know, I can't, it kind of devalues him and Goldberg and everybody. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, that's how they make it seem. But you got you to gotta, you gotta look at it from their, their point of view, man. That, that's a yeah. big check. Exactly. I love if I go right. out there and give a bad match or I give a okay match, hey, you know what I'm here for. Away. <laughs> you know what I came for. Yeah, exactly. All right, but so. That, Undertaker started coming out on the motorcycle, though. That that was like my first introduction to real character changes. Because as a kid, you see these guys and then, like, one, two, three kid, for instance. I, I remember <laughs> him as a kid. But when he came to WCW at six and then came back as X Pac, I mean, he got facial hair and all that. He looks totally <laughs> different. Or like Bob Holly. Well, yeah, I know hardcore Holly, but you might have seen Spark Plug Bob Holly on a few shows. <laughs> yeah. 
But you really want there to experience the full chain. Well, Undertaker, yeah, you really seen it. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly it. Um, oh man, I was just gonna. Say, oh, so X Pac. Okay, we'll, we'll get to AEW, I promise. But so with X Pac, I always go back to the the night where I think it was like one of the Raws after WrestleMania, and Triple H comes out. And, like, Sean had, like, hurt his back or whatever, and he's like, you know, when when you need help, you turn to your blood, you turn to your friends, you turn to the click, and then out comes X-Pac. My favorite thing about that whole night was when he came out, that crowd could not have given two craps about X-Pac, but yet they were making him out to be such a big deal that night. Mm-hmm. Just, just go back and listen, that crowd is dead for that. I love the whole <laughs> X-Pac fit, though, that's it was so nice. It was like the the leather jacket, the tight jeans <laughs> on, the boots. And he kept on doing a crock shop and stuff. And he was like, tell uh, Hulk Hogan he can shove it, pal. Right. Like, like, dude, come on. Like, you're you're like 100 pounds soaking wet. Like, I, come on. But, um, <laughs> so anyway, we do have AWs all out. It's coming this weekend. Um, we're doing the show on a Sunday night, so I'm assuming I'll probably get around to uploading it either Sunday night, or maybe Monday, I'm not sure, around there. Um, it is live from Chicago at the Sears Center Arena. Um, fun fact, I was actually, me and my wife were actually trying to go to this, but the moment those tickets went on sale, man, my God. She was number 15,000 in the queue to get tickets. And I, I told her, I'm like, you know, just forget it. We'll, we'll order pizza and just watch from home. It's, it, was, it was ridiculous. You got a better seat. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I'd, I'd rather do it from the comfort of my house, so. I'm just seeing, like, if they can keep that momentum up of constantly selling out tickets, you know, if they can constantly do that for, like, you know, like a full year or, like, our six months, they keep on selling out, selling out, and then, like, we can see, like, how they really do. I think I think they can do it. I think they can do it because it's something that – and I think the fans are trying to keep happening now because you see all the shows are selling out so fast. So that's basically like a trend that they got going on now. As soon as they release tickets, everybody's trying to be the first to get it. And that's yeah. great on their behalf. I mean, because they've already sold out. I think, uh, what was it? It was like Washington, uh, I want to say Phil or Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, I think it was Pittsburgh. Like So, I mean, they're selling out wherever they're going. Um to your point, though, you know, yeah, you got to keep that momentum going. I'm afraid that they're going to get to a venue to where they think they're going to sell it out, but really they're only selling like three quarters of the tickets. You know what I mean? Right. But they so, need that too, just to understand that, hey man, everything is not going to sell out, so we got to like it's still a sold out show. We can't think no less of it just because all the tickets ain't sell out. Yeah, I, and you know it's. I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how this last month plays out. Um, that's for sure. So anyway, are you guys ready to get this card going to get our predictions spewed out? Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go. So now the way me and Matt do it on our show, and I guess I'll keep the tradition even though he's not here. Um, we normally go through the prediction, the uh, pre-show matches first, and then the main card. And I, I mean, I just go through straight up through Wikipedia. Everything's already there. So, um, how about we start? See, I, I don't even know if we should really cover the 21 Women Casino Battle Royale. I don't even know oh, if they. Yes, we should. 
could, that plays a big part of the uh, future storylines, or like whoever wins that gets a title shot. They'd be like, uh, they'd be the number one contender for the uh, women's title match. Have they, and again, uh, me being, I guess, more or less a casual to AEW so far, have they announced, like, every single one of the competitors, or is it, like, something to where they're only announcing a few? I think they only announced a few. I think they're trying to keep a lot of secrets until it actually happens. they announced, like, some of the big names so far, though, but not, like, everybody who's going to be in it. Okay. Because I have, okay, I have a little list here. And I'm looking at, and these are just the competitors I'm looking at. And again, I'm sure maybe there's more. Uh, Eva Lise, she was on uh, Lucha Underground in Tough Enough. I, I do remember her. Um, Jazz, who is probably the most strongest <laughs> woman competitor I think I've ever seen wrestle. Oh, um, yeah. I've seen her in person. What was that, last year, Dom? Yeah, that yeah. was last year. Oh, yeah, that was. Oh yeah, wait a minute. I'm talking like you, you, you far away. You see that too. <laughs> I, I was at that show. Yeah, that show was nice. Yeah, she um, she, I, I've always and I, I don't want to spend a lot, you know, time talk, running down jazz. I, I mean, she doesn't really need it or anything. But I've seen her in the ring, and I just the the like she's again another underrated person who just lifts people up like they're nothing. She'll slap you into next week. And it, to me, it blows my mind that she was never really a huge breakout star of any promotion she's been in, you know? Yeah. She definitely could have been easily. Yeah. I mean, so... Who knows? Uh, so I have Jazz and... I don't know. Do you guys know of any names who are in this Women's Battle Royales? I'm yeah, they have... Ali from she used to be in TNA. Britt Baker, she's she dated uh she's Adam Cole's uh girlfriend. Right. They got uh Roddy Piper's daughter. Then they got uh Yeah, I saw that. Uh Big Swole, she's uh a lady who was wrestling the independence. She's pretty nice. Uh Brandy Rhodes, uh Nyla Rose. Okay. And Sadie Gibbs, I think she, and then they have um, another Jossie chick from, like, uh, one of the uh, smaller promotions out in Japan. So they have a good blend, right, of AEW signed talent and non-AEW signed talent. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think this is really going to be one to where, obviously, unless if you're signed to a contract, I just don't see someone winning it like a like teal piper you know what i mean right um god i would hate to see this happen but when me and matt do predictions i always go with my gut i'm going to say brandy and again that's just my gut talking i'm thinking more of the same thing i'm thinking more of awesome kong helps her out or awesome kong ends up winning because she double crosses Something like that. Or, like, you know, she wins. Awesome call wins and then give the spot to Brandy. But that'd be too... I don't know, like, fans are complaining. That'd be too, like, cheesy or, like, you know, we see that coming. So I think they're going to complain yeah. whoever wins, though. So I'm, you know how I'm fans go, are. I'm going to go different. I'm going to go with Allie. Okay. That's, that's... I mean, that's fair, because Allie is signed with AEW, mm-hmm. anyway, so... 
you know, again, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but I just I see that happening. It's someone from AEW winning. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Nyla Rose winning it either. Yeah, I guess I, I can see awesome card versus Nyla Rose in the near future. Though that that has to happen. That's that could be, be nice. a t- that could be a TV headline. Save that for TV. Or a triple threat TV match. That. Or yeah. a triple threat match. Her, Nyla Rose, Awesome Kong, and Asia Kong. A triple oh, threat yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that'd be crazy. You gotta save the stuff for TV and don't put on the oh, pay-per-view yeah. too much. Right, right. Because you need you need those big matches for those ratings. Like, you're gonna get the first month ratings regardless just because it's new. But but that's down the line that people want to continue watching. You, you need big stuff like that, and every like you need matches that ain't main events. Like everybody's I, gonna know what the main events are gonna be, but you need matches like that to keep people on there for like the first hour and stuff like that. Well, and see, I think this is something we're gonna be talking about as the card progresses. I think what it was was that you know to your to your point they were. Saying, well, you need these big matches for TV. Problem is, is that now, unfortunately, they've had a couple of injuries, and it's it's not a lot of injuries, but it's something that could definitely change their plans. The women, thankfully, and knock on wood, haven't had any injuries yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's, only been... that's something I want to see too, because injuries, like you said, it changes a lot, and I want to see the the on the fly changes they make. When these injuries occur. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I had, like, I think one injury. I think when Britt Breaker got the concussion. Yeah, After yeah. the last show. And then uh, Kylie Ray, there's something going on with her. Like, she hasn't she, been. She had a family emergency or something. But that the thing is, like, no one's really, no one really knows what's going on or anything. And, I mean, that's a shame because, you know, I, I like her a lot. And it, it you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, I just, I hope, you know, she gets over it quick and, you know, hopefully we can see her back. All right. I hope she like, you know, hope everything comes together. Or may she might just show up at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, you, just never, you never know. Maybe she will. All right. So the next and the only other pre-show match is private party as, as I think both of you guys were saying, were kind of like your, uh, you know, guys, you, you you tend to gravitate to t- facing off against Angelico and Jack Evans, which I'll, I'll be honest, this could be a very, very good match. This is going to be an excellent match. <laughs> if y'all never seen those guys in action, you, you, you're in for a treat because you get to see all four at one time. Angelico, right. he, he, he don't play around. I got hit to him when he was in Lucha Underground. I've never seen him nowhere before that. And then Jack Evans, like, that's a name he just knew for years, like, watching, like, old impacts and, like, random indie promotions right. and like, honor. He's been, uh-huh. like, everywhere for years. And I'm like, man, Jack Evans, like, that's but, a name, but, like, he, Oh, I'm that's, sorry. That's, like, a name, like, you know, I was, like, watching, like, something. I'm like, Jack Evans, I remember that guy from somewhere. And I'm like, he comes out doing the same thing. Like, oh, I remember him. And then, like, I haven't seen him like a couple years and then wrestling society x i was like wait a minute this is jack evans guy that popped out of like from from that's what i was gonna say like that was the last time i actually and and this is gonna sound terrible that was the last time i actually saw a jack evans match like i've heard of his name through the grapevine throughout the years and everything and it's one of those things to where it's just like 
I don't want to say you forget about him, but at the same time, it's kind of like, man, whatever happened to that guy? And next you know, it's like, oh, he signed with AEW. It's like, okay, so he's still kicking around. He's still putting on great quality matches. It's just either, A, I've been out of the loop. B, he's maybe had some bad breaks or something, and then all of a sudden he's just back, and he's still just as good as he's ever been. Like, he's one of those guys oh, yeah. that does not lose a step. Yeah, he definitely did. Because he, when he was on the ground, when, like, the, the reoccurrence of his name popped up for me, because when he was in Impact, I really wasn't watching it back then. Right. When he teamed up, who was the other guy? Was it Justin Gabriel that was with? Uh, and, uh, are you talking about in Impact? Nah, Lucha Underground, Dom. What, what they call him? The what, the Wolf? Oh, Remember? Yes, it was, yes, it was him, and, I think him and Justin Gabriel, and they was feuding with everybody else. Yeah. They, they, it was dope. Yeah, and so, I mean, hey, congrats to him. I, I mean, it, it's like, I'm looking at his stuff, and... The the main thing with Jack Evans in particular is that like he's he's one of those guys that he's just been around for so long he's been everywhere <laughs> you know and I mean that but that's how you stay relevant in wrestling you have to you have to travel like Kenny Omega years ago he said um, wrestling on the Indies is like working on the trades basically mm-hmm. and like like is is like you know. Like, you, you're basically building your name, your reputation, your moves, everything through the indies. And it kind of – it's fitting because with a lot of these guys, Jack Evans included, this is going to, in my opinion, be their major breakout uh, promotion that they work with, you know, to where he's not like, – I honestly can see Jack Evans being with AEW for a long time. I can, too. Especially when he gets more names, more household name friendly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what a lot of these guys, I can't wait because they've been, like you said, they've been out on the indies for so long. It's like finally more people are going to recognize their work because they're just as good as anybody else. They just ain't been shown as much. Right. They never got that, that big break. So it's like, you know. All power for them, like and I'm happy for all them guys, you know. Right. But definitely, so, this match is going to probably it's going this is a sleeper match that's going to be like low key like steal it for a little bit. All right. So now the million dollar question: Who do you guys got? I think they're going to go with Private Party. I think they're going to win it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be opposite. I'm gonna go with Jack Evans and Helico. Like they're gonna do some crazy spots, cause I don't know. And Helico always does like a crazy, crazy flip. I remember like in Lucha Underground when he ran and jumped off the stage and like dove in a ring, and it was like about a couple of feet. And I'm like, wow, this guy's nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I I can see this going either way, honestly. Um, I do agree. I think it will be a sleeper match. Um. I might, I think I'm kind of leaning towards private party though. I think I, I don't want to say it's going to be an upset necessarily, but I think a lot of people expect Angelico and Jack Evans to win, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me want to think they're going to go private party. Private party is so dope, man. If they if they never <laughs> seen them, yo, you guys need to, or at least go to YouTube check out some highlights. Yeah, they have some good stuff on House of Glory. Okay, and uh, uh, New York. Yeah, that's in New York. Um, mm-hmm. 
All right, so let's move on to the main card now. Uh, we have, uh, where should I start? I'll start with Ryo versus Hikaru Shida. And I'm sure I probably butchered that because I am terrible with names. Um, I want to I want to start off by saying I love Rihu. Riho. Oh my God, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I've been up since like six, and I'm I'm blanking today. Um, uh, go ahead, go ahead, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I've been impressed with Rio ever since I seen her in AEW so far, and I I think that this could be another match potentially that could be a sleeper match. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how much time they're going to give these two. But I can honestly see Rio being pushed way more. Right. They'll be like their uh, their go-to girl. Yeah. And again, because like, the thing is, you have this card and it's incredibly stacked already. So, like, unfortunately, I kind of can see this match being the the match that probably gets the least amount of time, at least on the main show. Yep. You said it. You took yeah. it right out of my mouth. So, uh, who you guys got? I'm going with Rio. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rio. That's like pretty much a go-to, but it might be upset, though. Eh, hey, you never know. You know, maybe they'll they'll keep us on our toes, keep us thinking. Um, okay, I, I really want to hear you guys' thoughts on this match. Darby Allin versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc in a three-way match. Um, if you want to talk about destruction, you better buckle up because this is gonna this this is gonna get messy real quick, real real fast. Yeah, it's it's gonna be so many crazy dangerous spots because Joey Janela, like this, these three guys are just like just what's the card? Just like what's the card? Going for destruction, must kill each other. Yeah, yeah, it's um. I like Jimmy Havoc's style, man, because he's so hardcore, but at the same time, he can throw away all the thumbtacks, the barbed wire, he can throw away the chairs, and really wrestle if he felt like it. And Jimmy just, Havoc, he's, a, he, he, he's one of those guys that, another one that should be a household name that everybody should know about. Yeah. I just hope they just don't, like, overdo it and do, like, crazy, 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 like, dangerous spots. Oh, it's too late. They gonna <laughs> overdo it. It's pay per view. They they, they do what they signed out. up for. <laughs> it's all out. I guess just go all out, but be safe. <laughs> that, that's a match that describes the pay per view title. This uh, this might be the all out match. Yeah, this that's is what this they should have called it. Little. Who y'all got winning? Uh, I gotta go with the bad boy. I'm going Joey Janela. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who you got down? I think you lean it towards the yeah, White Claw man himself, too. Of course. I was going with Joe Janela. That's like my biased opinion. <laughs> I love Joe Janela. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm going with Jimmy Havoc. I'm okay. going with Jimmy Havoc. Ain't no one giving love to Darby. It's all good, though. No, no, no. I like Darby Allen. I like Darby Allen. I just think when it's Darby Allen's time, we all go know when it's Darby Allen's time. Yeah. Um,. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's definitely going to be <laughs> an insane match. Uh, this match is at the, this is going to be the most old school match on the card, in my opinion, and that's Cody versus Sean Spears, formerly Ty Dillinger in WWE, of course. Wrestling with, match. Yes, with Tully Blanchard in Sean Spears' corner, obviously Tully and Dusty back in the 80s, 
uh, I believe in one of the Road to Double or Nothing or Road to All Out videos, they said that Dusty and Tully wrestled like 182 times in their careers or something. Um, I, I hope we don't get that many matches between Cody and Sean because that's a little bit of an overkill. But um, I, I'm loving this feud so far, man. I really am. Yes, like the whole dangerous chair spot everybody's mad about started it all. So it's going to be nice. But like I feel like it's like somebody's in the shadows is going to creep in and turn on Cody Rhodes, and that's MJF. Yeah. Well, and, and something to, to keep in consideration is that they're allowed to have one person in their corners, and obviously Tully's going to be in Sean Spears. question becomes, who's in Cody's corner? MJF? Brandy, could it be uh, Dustin? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. And I was reading a comment online. I'm like, you guys are idiots. People were saying, oh, CM Punk's going to be in Cody's corner. And it's like, you guys need to give that up. (laughs) I'm tired of the CM Punk stuff. But I feel like the match is going to go It's going to go good. And I think there's going to be some interference in the match from somebody. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know who that's going to be, but I, I kind of, I kind of feel like right now they're building Sean Spears. Like I feel like momentum's more on his side, especially after that chair shot. So part of me is going to lean towards Cody for this match. So I, I think my prediction is it's going to be Sean Spears with the interference of MJF. I think I'm going with that right there. Yeah, that that's that's a very. Uh, plausible scenario to, to, to play out. Now, what about the Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix versus the Young Bucks, man, Nick Jackson, and God forbid, I am going to butcher this, and then Escalara de la Muerte, which is basically like a stairway of pain, I believe is what translates to or something like that. Uh, basically a ladder match for the AAA World Tag Team titles. Um, I don't I don't really see another promotion's titles changing hands, at least on this pay-per-view. Like, I kind of feel like they're, again, building momentum towards their TV deal. So I just, I don't know. I kind of feel like if you're going to do that, you're going to want the titles to stay with the guys who have it for that promotion. So I'm going to go Lucha Bros. Yes, Yes. I I think uh – Lucha Bros is going to win, but I want to see like what kind of shape Phoenix is coming into because I know he was he got hurt or had an ankle injury like a couple of days ago at a show. So it's like it, it all depends on like of how rough a shape he is because I, I heard like they might scrap the ladder match and have a regular match, but like if these guys in the match and they're completely help, healthy, it's going to be magic. And I feel like I think that the Lucha Bros is going to win it. Like you said, it's like it's no need to have somebody else's uh, have somebody else's tag team belts change hands on a, like a, what's it called on a pay per view that's not theirs. Yeah, I mean, I like I I like the fact that AEW's working with these promotions. I really do, uh, and I'm not saying it won't happen in the future. I just don't think like timing wise, it makes a whole lot of sense here. You know, that's just me though. Um. Now, what about oh god, what about best friends Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta taking on the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson in a tag team match, where the winners get a first round bye for the AEW tag team titles in the tournament? To be totally honest, I I really don't care for this match. I don't care for the Dark Order too much. I feel like they're kind of like 
a cheesy gimmick from Lucha Underground, but it's like this is me being me. And the super best friends, they're nice, but it's like they're just there for me. It's like they don't do much. They're just like they're just there. Like I don't like I don't hate them. I don't like them. They're just like there. They're like a solid team, but it's like I'm not a fan of them. Okay, so you're you're kind of uh, soured on this match, right? This is a match like if what's it called? Um, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm probably not gonna pay like fully, fully attention or be a hundred percent into the match. Right. No, that's understandable. I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Um, I'm gonna go best friends. Just <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but just because I have to pick somebody. So right, and same here too. Yeah. Um, this match is going to be interesting. Originally, we were supposed to get uh, Kenny Omega taking on John Moxley uh, after Moxley made his attentions known at Double or Nothing that he wanted a match against Omega. However, that will not happen. He, uh, John Moxley got a staph infection, and he is no longer going to compete at the pay-per-view. He's saying they should be ready by the time their TV deal comes on. Um, so in his place will be that damn bastard Pac, who originally signed with AEW, which I, I thought this is, if you're going to replace Moxley, I think Pac is the guy to do it. Most definitely, because we can finally see him like, you know, on American soil and with the whole mix up with like beforehand of him didn't want to, you know, lose or what was going on with whatever the case is. This is his chance to, you know, to show people, like, that wasn't true or whatever, you know? Right, right. Um, I, I, I don't know, like, don't get me wrong. I want to see this match, but there's also a part of me that's like, man, Moxley versus Omega, that would that would have been really good, you know? But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, again, and that's, I'm not taking anything away from Pac. He's he's phenomenal in his own in his own right. Um I don't know. I think originally they were gonna go with Kenny Omega anyway, so I'm still gonna say Kenny Omega, which it, it, it's kinda weird because I think this is Pac's first match. You want to make sure he looks good. But at the same time I think the original plan was Kenny, so I'm I'm still gonna go with Omega. Yes, it's gonna be Omega. It's gonna win. It's gonna be a good a typical mega match which you're gonna get like you can get like some good spots some good wrestling and it's gonna even tell a story in the ring yeah fully agree all right so main event time and the match that in my opinion is well i was gonna say steal the show but i'm looking at the card i don't know um a match that everyone wants to see and my wife who is a non-wrestling fan wants to see this match so that tells you that they're doing something right and that's the Hangman. I, I can never call him Hangman Adam Page now. He's always just The Hangman after Jericho's promo. Uh, Hangman Adam Page taking on Chris Jericho for uh, the AEW World Championship as we crown the very first AEW champion. Um, I, I know, man. Get get your, your popcorn ready. Get comfortable. It's going to be a great match. Um, initially, I was thinking Jericho, but... The more I think about it, I'm leaning towards Adam Page. I want to hear your guys' takes on it first, though, before I say mine. I think I'm going to go with Hangman Page. Jericho going to go out there and give it all he got. But one thing Jericho is good for is putting over that 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 new talent, man, that, that new guy. He's good for making the crowd hate him when he's a heel. So I think 
everybody's behind Hangman. It's gonna be a big night. Right, like B said, he's real good at putting on talent, uh, putting over talent, like he did with Fandango when he first came to WrestleMania. Had never had a match before, and Jericho put him over as like, yo, this is this guy that's supposed to be good. And another thing is too, like, if Jericho wins a belt, like, who wants to see a 50 year old guy be the world heavyweight champion though in a brand new promotion? Yeah, so, like, I, I I fully agree with that. Um, right, so I feel like it would be kind of like egotistical on his part to even like you know do that. But it still is like it's Jericho, but it's like I don't want to see a guy who was like, you know, 50 year olds be the champ and try to carry the company where you got some young people. Yeah, that that that's exactly it. You want to thing is, and this is the reason why I wanted to save my take for later was because uh, you both pretty much just nailed the same exact reasons as to what I was going to say. Uh, Jericho's great at putting over talent. Um and, and more so importantly, yeah, you don't want a guy who's 50 being your first chance. Like, it, it'd, it'd be different if AW was around for, say, five years or something like that and he wins the title. Whatever, that's fine. But for your very first show, you need to give the title to, I think, the guy who is going to carry that torch and, and just really lead the company. And I can't think of anyone better than Hangman Adam Page. I'm going with him, man. I think it's gonna be that match is gonna be a shocker. Cause it's gonna go. It's gonna be times where you think it could go either way. Then, but when that final bell rings, I think he's gonna come out on top. Right. So right. and it can be Adam Page moment too. Just like you know, like I, I arrived because people have been saying like Adam Page is so good. And like I used to always tweet out like even like the early like. Like when he's in New Japan and I'm like six man tag matches with like Bullet Club, but I'm like, man, Adam Page is really, really, really good, and people's not noticing him. Well, and and it pays off, you know. I mean, obviously it it helps with you know the Young Bucks and Omega being there, but it, he's a prime example that you know you just have to keep your nose down and and do your best to steal the show every night, and it pays off, and it does for him. And you know, we we don't need a guy like Jericho being champion. We just don't. Because he ever got his name for himself. Everybody know who he is, you know? Yeah. All right, so before we wind things down here, I want to get your guys' opinions. What will be the match of the night? I'm going with Spears, and I'm going with Cody Rhodes. Okay. I think it's going to be the Joe Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allin match. Both very, very good picks. I'm going with Pac and Omega. I think Omega is going to go into this match with a chip on his shoulder, just like Pac is, and I think they're going to tear the house down, surprisingly. Oh, I don't know about surprisingly. All right, and one last thing here. What match do you think will be the worst match of the night? The worst. I'm talking crowd not into it, botchamania written all over it. Ooh, as much as I want to say it, I think it's going to be that battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm be like saying because like, that's the most people. I think so because it, it's going to be so much stuff going on. And I get I, I, that's why I think it's, it's just too many people involved in it. Because all these other matches, I feel like, nah, it's going to be better than the battle royal. 
for sure. I'm gonna say the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, that's, that's, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, wait, hold on. <laughs> this, this whole, like Young Bucks, one of my favorite tag team. But I'm gonna go with uh, it might be that tag team match. I don't care for the, the Super Best Friends versus the Dark Order. Like the crowd might not be into it, depending on the placement of the match. Like if they do like, if the crowd gets too burnt out of it, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I am actually going to go with. Ryo and Hikaru Shida, because, again, I just, I feel like that match is just going to get cut really bad. Um, yeah, I feel like it'll be, like, in the middle of the card, and it's only going to get, like, you know, 10 minutes, if that. So, there you have it. All right, so, uh, how you guys doing? How how you feeling? You feeling pretty good? Oh, real good, yeah. real good. Good. I, I had a lot of fun doing this, and it's, it's a nice, refreshing, uh, change of pace to have some some people on so i I really appreciate you guys coming in uh you know if you have anything you want to plug plug away by all means oh well well in that case you can follow (laughs) us at powerbomb juicy on twitter you can follow us on our personal pages as well that's beat underscore young 23 for me that o is a number zero follow my man dom at dom underscore moon our other podcast host, Darrell, he ain't here, but you can follow him at Original King D. We get it on Instagram, so follow us there at Powerbomb Jusu. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, soon to be Spotify. Yeah, 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 we are getting on Spotify, right? Yeah, I think we're on Spotify now. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> and That's if you guys follow me it. my personal Twitter page, I really don't tweet about wrestling too much. Besides, I share like a lot of wrestling gifts like in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah well definitely you guys gotta check them out i i had a lot of fun with you guys and you know it was definitely a blast having you guys on you want to check out the pro wrestling podcast it's i'll just give you the abridged version pro wrestling pod.blogspot.com there you have the the twitter everything's linked already there this interview is definitely going to be on there we're on itunes google podcast spotify youtube and anchor so my name is nick again thank you guys for coming on this has been a blast i really oh. appreciate it Thank you. We're going to have to do this again. Oh, absolutely. We catch you uh, at the next mega show in what? That's less than a few weeks. That's making the grade, man. Derek Direction. Woo! That's right. It's on. That's a a main event we should all be talking about. Oh, yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to be there. So um, before we leave, I want to hear you guys say it once with me. Say, oh, hell yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. That was sweet. I liked that. Time has arrived. We are broadcasting Raw Live from my ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass. (laughs) Woo. That's as tough as a chunk of my ass. Here comes the biggest ass. The big man is back. Jim Ross. 350 pounds here. Say hello to my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth. My ass. 30 men will enter. My ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this.
I can't help but look at what they are. What?